welcome to another episode of Provoke, the podcast that takes a provocative look at advertising as a whole. I'm your host, Brian Wilder. I'm joined in the studio, as always, with Miss Kelsey Shalou. How are you doing, Kelsey? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Brian? I'm good. Um, so today, we're going to talk about personal brands and like the, I guess, the, the, the nuances that go into creating your personal brand. Yeah. Because everybody has one. Yeah. And I, I don't I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, everyone's got one. And we've kind of talked about personal branding before on the episode right. or on, on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I think this episode is gonna tailor a conversation towards your personal brand aligning with your professional brand. Right, right, um, right. So the importance of having and understanding your identity as its individual entity, but mm-hmm. more um kind of asking some of the uh, thought-provoking, maybe tougher questions of, is it ethical to align your personal brand with your company's brand to boost maybe your success in your personal brand or whatever it might be that you are doing on the side as your side hustle? Right. So I guess to kind of start off the conversation, what in your, what in your opinion is a personal brand? Yeah. So I think that some people have a personal brand that's just like, this is my vibe this is my style these are the things I like and it stops at that and then there's some people that have a personal brand that have a blog or have their own podcast or have um you know something that's maybe a little bit more marketable in their name right that gains them traction on social or on youtube whatever it might be so i think that there are some different levels of the personal brand Mm -hmm. um and some people just kind of can interpret it as um this is how i display myself to others but specifically when i think always talking to us on the podcast we think about it in a very digital sense right um But then I think that it's becoming more and more popular for personal brand to equal personal blog, personal um, uh, like line of maybe you make jewelry or maybe you, you know, fashion clothes, etc. So I think it's becoming more of an emphasis on actually having something to show rather than just like these are things I like. Okay, so it's less about, I guess, your interests. Yeah, less character trait, more like substance kind of like what you can bring to the table outside of your likes and dislikes exactly oh and like how can you take those likes and turn them into something if Mm -hmm. you're an artist or what have you how can you take those things you're interested in and actually produce something um, tangible to share or show others right and so earlier i said that like everybody has a personal brand whether they know it or not like how do you i've always kind of struggled with this like how do you kind of reconcile the two like how can you how do you reconcile like where where does the line kind of get get drawn in the sand between you know the 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 persona that you're portraying to the world and versus who you you really are i think they kind of go hand in hand i think they have to be holding hands okay um they don't have to disclose all the information because that's not really that's not how it how it has to go but um, I think you kind of take a look at, you know, what are the things that I'm interested in as a person? What are the things that, um, you know, I have or I talk to my friends about? Right. And then how can you fashion that into um, something that you can display or brand just as if you were a company? Like you think of, um, I don't know, give me a, give me a, give me a brand. Give me just like a any, well-known, any brand? Like a well-known one. I can't, I can't uh, Target. Okay. So you think of Target and then you try to associate like three different key terms or buzzwords that go with what they are and that's what they're going to showcase to people i mean i guess when you're a national brand you'll do that every three months and have like a different cycle kind of refresh it but 
yeah, just take a look at like what it is that you like. And then without disclosing too much information, if you want to, maybe some people are really interested in like <laughs> laying it all out there mm-hmm. um, and putting it up on a website or on a social media platform. True, true, true. Just who I am. But I would say reserve a little bit for like the human to human contact and okay. conversation. Okay. Now you had mentioned, you had mentioned the idea of a professional, mm-hmm. your professional brand too. Mm-hmm. And so kind of finding a balance between your personal and your professional brand. Like, yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Because like for this podcast, mm-hmm. for example, like I when I, I talk to people about it, I tell them that I host it and then I, I bring people on the show to talk mm-hmm. about just various things you know, within the advertising industry. But there's a there's a voice. Sure. More yeah. or less. There's a certain voice that 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 hopefully you guys long time <laughs> listeners out there have have come to recognize. And so. People kind of just coming into, you know, coming into contact with our agency for the first time might just tie the voice or the show with the agency. Sure. So, so that I think that's where things kind of get a little complicated. It's like, where does, you know, my personal brand, for example, stop and the professional one begin? Yeah. I think like the crazier question is like, can you use your whichever say I don't know maybe for some people like their personal brand might actually be bigger than the agency or the company that they're working right, right, can right. you like how Not do you leverage the two <laughs> <laughs> how do you leverage is it like even ethical to leverage the two and tie them together so for example if I had this crazy personal brand behind me and I had mm-hmm. you know not just like a bunch of followers, but like super highly engaged followers, which right. I think is maybe a bonus or like um, something that's like unique to people with personal brands. Like right. you're engaged. You might have high followers, but you're probably going to have very high engagement where sometimes brands find themselves with lots of followers, but a lower engagement. Um, so if I have this crazy personal brand, and I have all these followers and super high engagement, but then I sh- start sharing um, Evokes blogs or right. the podcast through my, you know, my personal branded channels ultimately that's doing something good for evoke but is it taking the spotlight from evoke and bringing it onto whatever it is that i'm outputting yeah and vice that's, i mean that's a, sig- vice that's a signal boost though i mean i think that's- i think overall it's probably a positive right. thing but you could probably get a little shady with like how you use certain channels to leverage your personal yeah. versus your company but i think it's almost like a chicken versus the egg kind mm-hmm. of situation it's like do, did you hire this person because of their brand so you can kind of signal boost your own yeah or is it you know was it a situation where you true you genuinely hire this person off of other merits and then maybe later on realize that they had this you know super Mm -hmm. you know engaging brand so it's kind of that's that's the that's that's like like, where that's a pretty gray area (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty gray area but there are instances of people who who kind of um, come into the scene that you may not have heard of and then use whatever company or organization they're affiliated with to kind of, again, to signal boost their their, mm-hmm. their personal brands. Um, I can't really, I can't really, I don't want to say, I don't want to name names and I don't want to mm-hmm. go into any particular um, situations. But, you know, there, you know, there are people who have come out of the shadows almost and you know align themselves with a fortune 500 or fortune 100 company and then all of a sudden you know they're posting about this and you know i'm i'm, I'm at this this exclusive event or i'm in dubai for the weekend and thanks to you know company x for for sending me there and you know doing my thing and and it's just like 
yeah, it, 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 look, it looks really cool on Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, it, it definitely boosts your following and boosts, you know, people's interest in you. But are you almost you but are you still using that company's notoriety to kind of boost your own your own your brand? Own and is that is is that a bad thing? Like, is it a bad thing? I I think that like if it's I don't really know, I don't know I've been think like I've been thinking about this right. since we kind of started marinating this idea. Um, I don't know if I have like a hard yes or no answer, right. which kind of I don't like being there. I want to like say this is what I feel <laughs> and this is what I feel about it. I don't it. like sitting on the fence. No, about this. I want to feel one way or the other. But ah. Right. Um, <laughs> I think that overall it's probably okay. Like if you are not being like super arrogant or like obviously using other people's business or success to like boost yourself, if you're doing it in a way to build relationships, maintain relationships, awesome, do that. If you're company X and you have a partnership with company Y, yeah, you're going to go to that fancy gal or go get dinner with those fancy people. It's kind of, kind of reminds me of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Like if you are a superstar and you have, or like a, uh, actor or actress and you have a movie premiere coming out, like you're going to hang out with those other people just kind of like for show, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think at the end it's like, okay, but I think it more becomes a like sketchy when, they're completely unrelated. So right. if you have, say you're like an author on the side or something like that and you're selling another product, right. but you're using another company that you work for or partner with um, platforms or channels to like boost that and promote that, like that's mm-hmm. a little, that's a little sketchy. Unless you're getting like maybe paid for it and it's like upfront and clear, but. Mm. Okay, so I have like a, a fairly rigid criteria sure. when it comes to this. Good, because I don't. I'm, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Because it's, I mean, it's it's something that a lot of um, C C level uh, folks have thought about and, and 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 have ruminated over for years and years and years. And I think one, if it's a situation where you come into a company, whether of of based on some professional merit or that you you were a a hot Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. influencer and, you know, an agency wanted to bring you in full time to, to kind of Just leverage whatever it is do you that. do, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, which what agencies have done and still do, um, then fine. That I think that's a I think that's perfectly fine. I think whatever resources that agency or that company is willing to throw at you to kind of boost their brand, even whether it's boost their brand or boost your own. I think that's fine. Sure. Um, if it ever becomes a situation where you use your company's name or a company's notoriety or their their propensity to kind of gifts get access to certain things mm-hmm. for your own personal gain that's a little different mm-hmm. um i think that's when you start getting into that 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 gray area that we mentioned earlier where it's like like okay are you doing are you doing x y and z to ultimately benefit the agency or benefit the the organization and its constituents yeah. or are you doing it to kind of just like get your own thing going and then all of a sudden you you cut out with you know half of our i i, I want to say not not intellectual stock but like our 
like notability. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, notability or like authenticity. Right, right. Like you're taking. Do you are you just gonna take a chunk of that and kind of go use that to do your own thing and just you know leave us by the wayside? Mm. You know. So I mean, and I think that's what kind of puts a lot of like instills a lot of paranoia in in people when it comes to bringing like especially with like brand managers mm-hmm. and like brand chiefs. Like those are the people who are ultimately like the face. They're like the unseen face, though. You don't always know, like, you know, but they're the ones who's controlling all of the channels and messages. Yeah. And I think it's different between, like, brand managers and, like, brand ambassadors or even, like, influencers. Mm. Um, So, I mean, like, influencers, you're going to see them. You're going to hear them. They're the ones that are in your face. They're the ones that are in your content. But there's always somebody behind Mm -hmm. the scenes kind of, like, working the puppet strings, so to speak. Yeah. A positive example I can think of that someone who I think is doing something similar to what you just mentioned is um, they're... Some some brand has uh, just a couple brick and mortar stores in mm-hmm. some hot cities around mm-hmm. the country, and they um, hired local artists from each hot city, or you know that had their own popular influencer and you know Instagram feed the whole right. thing to come to all of the brick and mortar stores and do like a dope mural on okay. the walls, and then they had them um, each artist to each respective city made like. Uh, illustrated like patches and stickers and kind of took what right. that artist's personal brand was and right. though they don't have like a direct line with that company still found a way to peacefully merge them together to kind of boost both people's because whoever's following those artists are now following that brand and whoever's following that brand is now following those artists okay. and i think that kind of is a positive way to merge a personal brand and a company's brand without crossing into any murky waters okay so hypothetical yeah hit me you're a ceo Mm -hmm. of a fortune 100 company right Mm -hmm. you bring this ultra cool super flashy super fly kind of like brand evangelist so to speak to come in and kind of really just boost awareness of your company boost awareness of your brand and and really kind of elevate your brand's overall aesthetic your its vibe um Six months later, you come to find out that that person that you brought in hasn't been the most forthcoming about their intentions as to why they took the job in the first place. You know, they've they've been using company resources to kind of do their own thing here and there. You know, they've missed opportunities to really kind of bolster the brand because that's you know part of their job and it's it's a situation where you're starting to feel a little little iffy about the 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 relationship in the first place what what do you do like what do you do to kind of turn that ship around Hmm. like do you do you even try to do you just cut ties immediately you probably first start with like a very open hopefully open and honest conversation if it like took six months to kind of reveal this like (gasps) let's talk yeah um and then, I mean, going off of your kind of guidelines of before, mm-hmm. if they're doing something sketchy, that's not with if it's not if they're doing something and they're actively producing work or ideas or thought that is not in the benefit right. of my company, you probably shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, or you got to realign what you're doing. Right. If you're really capable of really good work, then yeah. realign your focus. So that, yeah, that's interesting that you said that. Yeah. Um, realign the focus to adjust towards what the goal is and right. the success and benefit of the company and um, maybe take it from there. But like, <laughs> sounds sketchy. Yeah. But, but, but going back to what you just said, like the idea of, of realigning, I'd even take it a step further and maybe kind of reassess what your company has been doing based 
compared to what that that brand ambassador is doing on mm. behalf of your company. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's a situation where you felt for the longest that, oh, you know, our company is this. It reflects these values, these beliefs. But, you know, our brand person is strongly believes that we need to be doing this mm-hmm. and this and this. Mm-hmm. It's very opposite to what we've been doing. Well, sometimes it's hard, too, when you're like it's like when you're looking at something for so long, you can't find the typo. Right. You know, and it's right. kind of similar if like you're the CEO of a company or you're um I mean, even some people that are, even some brand ambassadors or, you know, chief of brands that are so embedded in it, mm-hmm. sometimes you can't really see where maybe your audience is missing the gaps or where internally you're missing gaps. Right. So if you have this, not third party, because they're still working with the company, but maybe they're six months old into the company, they right. say, hey, like these are the things you guys have been doing for 30, well, however many years. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's room to adjust and to change. So I, I can see that realign, but. I think goes back down to the benefit of like, are you benefiting us or are you just trying to benefit yourself? Because go, you can do that somewhere else. You can do that somewhere else. <laughs> it's like we only hire company men. <laughs> and women. And women. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's a, that's, I think that's the heart of the conversation right there. It's just like, that's always been something that's been an issue for me mm-hmm. is like where, kind of how do you 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 draw that line in the sand and say, you know, yes, there are things that I'm responsible for on behalf of the company that I'm currently working for, but I also have my own thing. Like, yeah. how do you balance those? kind of balance the two? Um, I mean, I think it goes back to like just the basic idea of work-life balance and if whatever you're doing on the side is part of your non-work part of life, then right. fit it in there. It's just like if going to the gym is important to you, even though it's like hard to wake up, you'll still find time <laughs> to go. So okay. whatever it is, like whatever you're um, producing on the side or... It can, and it could be freelance. It could be like work, but maybe you're really passionate about working for nonprofits, so you freelance on the side or something right. like that. Right. Um, I feel deeply about if it matters to you like you'll figure you'll f- not only figure it out but you'll find time to okay. make it happen if that is your question maybe no, no, i yeah, interpret no, that, it that, that differently makes sense. that makes sense um yeah it's like cooking dinner you can cook dinner you could get food out but if you prefer if like you enjoy the act of cooking dinner like you'll take yeah. that little extra step in time right. and prep to do it because you enjoy the end result okay Cool, cool. So, well, let's then let's flip it. Let's move away from like the brand ambassador, sure. brand manager, and just talk about how agencies, you know, we work on behalf of clients across multiple industries for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And so, when, so say you're, you're, it, it's in the off season or off time, it's, it's a, a Saturday. Okay. You're not working. Okay. But you still, it's still known that you're working at at the behest of not only your clients but your agency. Sure. So when did like e- even if your your official title isn't brand manager or brand evangelist, whatever, do you still have a responsibility to kind of represent the agency mm-hmm. and, and by proxy your clients? You know, to a certain extent, like, be, are you supposed to? Are you expected to carry yourself in a certain way? that's reflective of your agency and your clients. So I don't know if you have to be like out on the weekends with a foam finger, like, yeah, number one, like this client, <laughs> woo! Um, you def, if you care about your job and you, um, and you not only your job, but like you value yourself and the work that you produce during the work week, right. then you won't go out and like, 
bash or like do anything negative against that client. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that you, again, you don't have to go out with a foam finger and mm-hmm. a megaphone screaming, oh, I love my client. Yeah. Um, but I think if you value the work that you're producing, you would never do anything to like harm that on the weekends. So yeah, I, I do think that some level of integrity, just as like if you're um, in school or right. like you, you're not gonna, there's certain stuff like you can't wear, um, you know, school branded stuff to, I mean, you can wear them to bars, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But like s- sometimes that's, if you're in a club or you're part of a, whatever, a sports team, you're not really supposed to wear your athletic gear up right. to a certain place. So right. I'd say it's kind of the same. If you value what you're producing during the week, then mm-hmm. yeah, hold yourself to a certain standard to not tarnish um, that reputation, even though your name might not be directly tied to that client. Mm-hmm. Um the internet is crazy place. The internet is crazy. The internet, the internet is, is a, crazy, a spider crazy web place. that just continues to <laughs> fractalize and spiral outward in every way. So, right. um, yeah, I think that's an easy answer. <laughs> the, easy, <laughs> the easy answer. I would um, say, yeah, I'd, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm completely sold okay. on that idea okay. because it, Again, it's a lot of a lot of gray areas. Life is just a collection <laughs> of gray areas. I'm starting to realize, because um, you new you, Instagram bio, right? <laughs> super just brooding. Uh, um, but I mean, you, you you're you're constantly blurring the lines between like who you are personally versus what you're supposed to represent professionally. And this stems all the way back to like the the early days of social media when like article after article would come out about you know these these are the do's and don'ts of of mm-hmm. your your Facebook profile if you want to get hired you right, know yeah. you know these are the things that you need to to make private and these are the things that you need to make public if you're trying to you know salvage your your repu- reputation yeah. online and I'm just like okay I get that but if you do want a, a, a keg stand and someone taking a picture of it is part of who you are <laughs> as a personal brand you have two options you either de- deny it just plausible deniability or you you own it mm-hmm. you own it mm-hmm. you own that part of you and you kind of spin it to where it's something that's not necessarily this this flip it kind of just juvenile yeah, yeah, part yeah. of yourself I think t- so two thoughts I think that whole like Facebook reputation, et cetera, was like 2012 and people have kind of moved away from that. I don't typically see too, like I used to see a lot of stuff on social. I was just like, why dude? Why? (laughs) Why is this public? Yeah, but I don't really see that anymore. Mm -hmm. That could be like the people I'm following, but also like I just don't, I feel like that conversation kind of happened and left and we've just moved on. Um, Just like as a general social ecosystem (laughs) evolving. Mm but I also think that it matters like what who like what kind of professional work do you want to do? So right. like if you wanted to work at an ad agency, yeah, you could probably post a picture of yourself doing a keg stand and like own it and right. no one would blink twice. Um but there's certain professions where I can see that not flying. Of course. Um so yeah, I think it, yeah, but if like if you are trying to like run your personal brain, like you should have it figured out of like does this work for the industry I'm trying to get into mm-hmm. or not. Um and if not, like that's on you, buddy. <laughs> right. And if it does, you're kind of expected to kind of carry that that mentality into your professional yeah. life, which yeah. then answers the question of whether or not, you know, you, are you representative of your agency outside of the agency walls? Yeah. I mean, it's I a short answer. Yeah. Yeah. And there's limits to every. Yeah. I don't know if you can have like the whole feed being just like right. belligerent, but like, yeah, we'll yeah. take take it in pieces and 
So I think your personal brand or your personal image is almost like your your Facebook feed in real life. I don't agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook feed in real life is like not much of anything. No? No, I don't know. Uh, no, it's just like, I mean, I share a lot of friends stuff. Right. Which does speak very strongly to my personal brand, but... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far and say you that. Say it? No, I don't think so. Not not based off okay. of my off social of activity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or just any of your social feeds. Like yeah, I think my Instagram a, a, is probably a collection. My in, yeah, 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 yeah. A, the digital collection. It was of Facebook your, that was getting your personal yeah. brand, or at least the the version of your personal brand that you cho- you choose to display to publicly. Yeah. Because that's that's interesting. You can be something completely different. Right. But with the masterful power of what is social, you can kind of show yourself however the hell you want to. Right. Um, and that also ultimately speaks back to your personal brand. Are you being true or are you not being true? Hey. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Is, our, is, is my personal brand my real brand? Am I a real person? <laughs> We're all our real brands. Yeah, yeah. We are I mean, a walking advertisement. Oh, see, now that's now that's a quote right there. Right. We are all walking advertisements. Um, okay, so before before we start episode thirty-seven, all right? Before we get too 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 deep into this, I think we're gonna wrap up uh, this week's episode. <laughs> As always, I want to thank Kelsey for coming to the studio to talk about uh, personal brands or impersonal brands versus your professional brand. Like, is any of this real? Are you real? Are we, Am I real? Are we actually here? Are we here, bro. Are we here, bro? <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Because we have questions. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> Be sure to send them to our, our email address, provoke. That's P-R-O-V-O-K at evokead.com. And uh, be sure to follow us on all of our social media channels to kind of keep up with our contributions to the advertising world. Um, as far as a quote is concerned, this is probably like the uh, the walking brand. Like, yeah. every, like <laughs> yeah. everybody knows the Virgin brand based on, on Richard Branson. Um, and he said, branding demands commitment. Commitment to continual reinvention, striking chords with people to stir their emotions, and commitment to imagination. With that said, y'all take care.